I forgot what fucking episode is that. Episode six. Six, is it? <laughs> yeah, guys, welcome to episode six of the Humanity Jiu Jitsu podcast. Huge honor for me, and I'm doing something a little different today. My guest today is someone who I've never actually met before, Kyle Redmond. What is up, Kyle? What's the story with you? Never met you either. I don't think I've ever seen you at a comp. <laughs> uh, you'll see me at the other ones because, like, uh, I'll be uh, have like flinging my t-shirts around the place because like I can't get rid of them now because no one wants. I saw that. Fucking yeah, quarantine. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, I'll send I'll send one your way after this uh, podcast. Oh, sound, 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 sound. This quarantine. Ah, dude, how are you? Uh, how are you handling all this? Oh, I'm grinding like I have exams and stuff, but I had twelve-hour law exam yesterday, so my head's fried, but. They're just oh, the quarantine, I'm just not going anywhere. It's just a wreck of my head. All I'm doing is studying and oh. sleeping. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 What's your uh, look? Well, uh, well, uh, I'll be uh, like, are you still like, what are you doing in college? Business management. I do it. I say it'll come in handy if you ever want to run your own gym. Uh? <laughs> yeah, get in contact, lads. No bother. I'll help anyone. Uh, got uh, connections. That's it. Yeah. You're, you're I, look after. I you. open up my own gym in a few years. I'll hit you up. That's it. <laughs> uh, so, trying to tell everyone uh, where you're from and where you train in case someone wants to go and uh, kick your ass someday. Like you're appearing oh, on the yeah, podcast yeah. with substandard. So they're all, they're all gonna just pick on me now. Yeah. No, uh, I'm I'm actually in I'm in Carlo at the minute. I'm training in Attic Jiu-Jitsu in Carlow under Darren Curtis, Brian Connolly. Do you know either of them? Uh, I think I met one of them at uh, the Lucas Lecce seminar. One of them had like a yeah. muscular and had like a huge beard. Mo- yeah, we'll say, we'll, you hear that Darren? We'll say muscular, we'll say muscular, yeah. Uh, that's that's for all the pressure passing that he does, you know. That's, <laughs> that's Darren, all right. No, Darren's sound. Darren's, Darren's a half guard man, so you definitely saw him at Lucas Lecce's for sure. Mm. Sure. And, uh, I, I sort of figured because he said attic jujitsu emblazoned on his rash guard, I was like, mm. Yeah, they're nice rash guards. Uh, <laughs> they're they're really nice. Yeah, yeah. And Brian Connolly is the guy with the big beard from Gamma. <laughs> the the ref. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's is Brian Connolly. The, the honey badger guy, or is that a... No, that's he owns he owns Gamma. I'm talking about the ref with the big beard. Oh that's shit, Brian. yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm okay. just gonna go mad now with you. Everybody loves Brian when they go to comp. Yeah, I've, I've never done a gamma. And you're and you're telling me people are going to come after me. They're going to come after you now. I did plenty of other competitions, so. Right, right, fair, fair. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, um, that's it. Uh, well, but how long have you been training? Like, and uh, what's what was like your early days of training? Like, yeah, um, I'm training like four years now. I think it's just coming. Yeah. It's around a four-year mark. Maybe it's slightly over. I'm not entirely sure when I started training, but started training actually in a gym in Monastrevin. Do you know by any chance the gym Monastrevin? <laughs> uh, what's the gym called? The gym Monastrevin. Oh, <laughs> that's what it's called, right? But, and, no. but anyway, it's, it's like a, it, no. it, it's a big, big old gym, and it's um, I think they won like prizes for best equipped gym in the world or something like that your man's name is glenn Burton, he runs it but there was a fella down there um philip mulpeter the honey badger right oh yeah so this this gym that they opened up big class gym they were doing planning for like three years whatever and then it opened and then i see a video the day after opening of 
the honey badger he's on gymnastics rings so i'm here like i was doing gymnastics for about four years so i'm like i'm going around there now to show him what to show him <laughs> what the story is right and i walk in anyway i walk in and there's a there's a like a turnstile so you can't get in unless you're a member or you pay or whatever so i end up having to talk to phil i was kind of really shy i was like oh well, how are you yeah i just want to go on them rings there for that's all yeah yeah and then went up on the rings then and two minutes later i had the the owner of the gym and i had philip over over at me and they're like what the hell how how do you what's the story how are you able to do all that i was doing like it's going upside down i was doing crosses and everything on the on the rings i thought it was the bomb so i did i didn't know that this was a professional mma fighter that could just chop my head off like you know oh, God. so anyway then uh something happened and something happened in the streets then one day and Phil found out and he was like, look, I'm, I'm starting a jiu-jitsu class here in the gym in Monastrevin. And there'd be a few lads that know it now, a few people that would have actually started jiu-jitsu in the gym Monastrevin with me. And I'd say it is four years ago now. And he anyway, he started a jiu-jitsu class. He was like, you have to come. You'll be good at it. Gymnastics will do you well. And then anyway, two weeks later, we started. It was best crack ever. Best thing I ever did. And then after a couple of months, it died down. Because I think Phil was like going back to fighting and stuff like that. And then he started opening his own gym and all this crack but i moved to dublin then for a while to work and ended up going to sbg tala for a couple of months i think sbg tala was open maybe two or three months and i went then i wasn't there for too long maybe three or four months it was under joey brez you know joey uh, i might joey. have seen him a few times like uh, i don't know like everyone yeah. sbg yeah. crowd or only a few yeah times. true I was I was SBG crowd for a while. He's he's sad man. Joey's Joey's real nice. He um got his black belt a year or so ago. He'd be he'd be the coach in SBG D twenty four with Paddy and a few other guys there as well. But yeah, the early days was Jim Monastrevan and it was in SBG Tala under under Joey Brez. Wasn't there for long and then I found out Phil, the guy that got me into Jiu Jitsu, was opening his own gym in Port Arlington. That's in Leash. I don't know if you know where that is, but it's it's next door to where my parents' house is. So I, I left the job, went back, helped them build the gym. And then I ended up just working in the gym for, for a while. I ended up working with Ash Daly and Philip, and it was great. Like, I was working there, and I was training there nonstop, and that was for about, about two years, I'd say. Uh, at least your commute there wasn't too long yeah exactly there was like a, a little green bus the green bus as people call it the dublin coach it was like three euro over and back or something it's cheap like you know mm. yeah yeah that's that's the yeah. story of my jiu-jitsu so far anyway nothing major mm. has happened <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not yet, yet anyway. not yet anyway you uh, know like hopefully yeah. It was um, your biggest hurdle in like your early days of training. Did you have any uh, unique problems that you were facing when you started off? Biggest hurdle? Just jiu-jitsu in general. Do you know, like, jiu-jitsu was the <laughs> hurdle. Um, ah, dude, I get you. It's fucking... You know, but biggest problem, I don't say... My biggest problem, and it's still my biggest problem, is I have a, like, terrible problem with my back. I don't know what the story is. Um, I've given been given a few different diagnosis and they're all a lot of crap to be honest with you um mm. i'm waiting to get an mri done i was about to get an mri done before this the El rona virus you know and oh, great but sure i was like i was about to have it a week later and then it's they rang me and they're like yeah you can't have it so i'm still 
waiting. I need an MRI to find out exactly what's wrong because this is going on years now. And, you know, if I train hard or for, for anything, any any comps that come, like, like I do train hard, but holds me back, you know. I can't do my running or anything and it's it's crap. Like, so that's that's the biggest thing I had to put up with. It wasn't really anything jiu-jitsu related. It was like just my back is in bits, like a lot of injuries. But, um, yeah, like it was never jiu-jitsu or anything in jiu-jitsu because I just loved the fact that I didn't know anything and I had so much to learn from jiu-jitsu. So I, I won't say I've never struggled with anything in jiu-jitsu, but it was never the problem for me. Because I just loved learning all the bits, you know, everything. No, I get you, dude. See, what would you say is like your advice for like uh, just people starting off, or maybe for yourself when you were first starting off? What would you say like some advice you'd give people? I mean, advice is. Let me see. Like, I mean, it's the best thing I ever did by a long stretch but it takes a while to get into and something I kind of live by from working in gyms is jiu-jitsu is for everyone but not everyone is for jiu-jitsu mm. but yeah, I think some people just every, don't have it in them like yes they aren't all it's done. not even some yeah that's it and and it's like some people just don't like that much physical contact but I say that to people I'm like look jiu-jitsu is for everyone but not everyone's for jiu-jitsu, but you should stay a while and figure out which one you are, which side of the fence you are, because some people come in and they're like, oh God, geez, that's a lot, like, like uh, it's a lot of contact, and oh, it's a lot to learn, and I, oh, I don't think I like it. But sure, why would you stop if you don't think you like it? You need to keep going until you know you don't like it or until you know you do. And, and that's kind of the biggest thing that I say to people, beginners that are starting, and whenever I see a beginner on the mat, like, I always just try to encourage them just as much as as much as possible you know just try to be sound just be a friend in the gym like because for the most part like if there's a beginner coming to the gym they're probably coming on their own which means not that they don't have friends in the gym they could but for the most part they're probably not going to have a friend or a training partner that they're close to in the gym so if you're just sound to them and this goes for and everybody in every gym we all want more training partners just be sound to them and they end up staying a lot longer i've noticed you know yeah dude see i do a similar thing you see i help out with the beginners on occasion i just like mm. especially when they first start off like i just try and make it a point to you know chat to all them like you know yeah make sure you know they're they just relax because it's already stressful enough yeah exactly. off a new thing Absolutely. especially uh something like jiu-jitsu and then um you know added stress when you don't know anyone and you don't know what the yeah. sort of um groove is if everyone's friendly or if everyone's like yeah. cobra kai like they're an asshole or something and that's the hardest part for people starting is they don't know that it's not like that they think it's mma it's an mma dream where we're all gonna box the heads off each other mm. you know but the, yeah. look say, in saying that there are some times when we all want to box the heads off each other and just go rip arms off and you know but it's all in good faith we all look after each other and that's it yeah like That's you know, the, I actually put it in a really weird way one time. I was like, uh, there was this new guy who joined the gym, and like, uh, what's it? Uh, I didn't get an opportunity to roll with him to like uh, a few, like two weeks after he came, and then we had a really good roll. I just uh, gave him like a bro hug afterwards. Like, man, ever since I saw you, I wanted to kick your ass. In, in a nice <laughs> yeah, way. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know that sort of thing. Yeah, it's, a, it's oh, like dude, that. Um, I go to a new gym. It's 
<laughs> okay, so how about we uh, get through the Instagram questions because these questions are mighty good. Okay, right. we'll start with the most pressing question of all. Like, I, right. this is actually the first question I received from Instagram, and I think it's the best one. So, right, top this. right. Okay. Uh, okay. Are you ready? I don't think so, but go for it. <laughs> all right. What's uh, Apache's best pizza? <laughs> What's Apache's best pizza, lads? Would you stop? Buffalo. Can't be, you know, pepperoni, ham, bacon, chicken pizza, you know? You have to put barbecue sauce on there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I worked dude, in Apache for like two years, in case you didn't know. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, that, that's yeah. just some good insight. I remember the yeah. old ads on the radio uh, about 9.99, happy days, and every pizza of any size. That was really catchy, and that's how I remember that shit. Yeah, yeah. No, they do, uh, they do like a promotional week every couple of months called Mega Week, and it's like large pizza. They better pay me for this. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, a large pizza for like seven quid or something like that. I'm going to pretend do you I don't have, know. Uh, do you have like an Apache pizza patch on your uh, gi? No, but kind of tempted though, you know, like uh, why have to look into that? <laughs> Apache <laughs> pizza. Look into some uh, sponsorship, you know? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we get some, uh, we get, how about we have like a 10 minute ad break, like some other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just don't play the Apache pizza jingle. Uh, I don't have like better, a soundboard. I don't have a yeah, soundboard handy, so, so I can't. I won't say anything, anything else in case I'm done for defamation, so. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> won't say anything. too bad about them, so. No, I was about to do about their jingle, though. <laughs> Oh boy, let's yeah. we'll talk. We can add that in later. I why can't you pass lapel pappy's guard? I knew he was gonna say it. I knew he was. First of all, <laughs> get him on here because he's he's good. Ross, yeah, Ross I, made, I, made a, I made him at the Emerald Cup. He's a really cool dude. He's he's sound, but he's an absolute savage. Absolute savage. Um, first of all, I can pass your guard, Ross. That's that's horrible. Why would you put that out in the in the public? But uh, yeah, no, I can pass his guard. He's he's got a real savage worm guard. Um, but it's a battle. <laughs> it's a tough battle. Like I'm not saying I do it every time. I'm not saying I do it once a month, but I do it eventually. You know, I get him when he's tired. Get him when he's tired. You know. Uh, you make sure to catch him after he's had a tough round. That's it. That's it. Usually, uh, the odd Friday, I'll come in on my break from work. It's only around it's only around the corner from work, so I'll run around, and I'll bring pizza, fatten everyone up. So they're after been round rolling for about four or five rounds. I'll bring in pizza and they'll stuff themselves, and then I'll roll with them, and I'll just go on a tear because they're all stuffed with pizza. And they're all gonna they're all get fucking sick, man. Never never eaten raw. Yeah, Bad yeah. idea. No, that's a lie. I don't I don't go on a tear. They just mill through me because they're all everybody in that gym is just savage like if you ever get a chance to come down to carlo it's different different training different training altogether mm. yeah. Dude, I, I have to say jiu-jitsu in an attic would be a first for me i've done what, some in basements and on ground level but never in an attic well it's not in an attic it used to be that's where the name came from but uh it's a little small room ah it's not too small but it's uh it's, i call it the sweat box you know <laughs> We won't call it the gas chambers, although Darren oh. Curtis makes it the gas chambers, to be honest with you. But Ooh. it's a uh, it's tough old training with the the amount of bodies that we have. You know, you could have twenty five or thirty on the mat nearly most nights, and and it's only a small mat, so you'd be rolling into each other and just 
you'd be sweating and you you wouldn't see from one end of the gym to the other with the the steam in the room like so it's tough out training i remember we had a uh, kieran davin down for a training session and a couple of his guys and the big we did like we do a an open mat gi it's mostly gi on a saturday and um if you don't have it if you don't have a gi you wear an old gi but they all come down in their gi and i'd say like 20 30 minutes later all the geese were off they couldn't they couldn't stick the, the heat but um they all smashed me still the same you know like but the the heat in there is makes the training tough you know and the people there are tough as well and yeah it's good old training good old training lapel puppy kills me every day you know <laughs> actually while, while we're on him right i remember when i came to the gym first i was like i was rolling with this fella and i was like this fella's strong he's strong like what's going on and then i then in a couple of weeks i was like i was kind of like this chap's good like he's he's doing some stuff that's like real good like he's he's timing stuff well he's like how is he not a blue belt i think he might have only had like two stripes i'm not entirely sure maybe he had four i don't i don't recall properly but i was like how is he not a blue belt he's definitely nearly a blue belt for sure I don't know. I was kind of rolling it for ages now. I, I, when I when I was first there, I was I was beating him, but I wouldn't say by a long stretch. And I don't think he subbed me for a good while when I was there. I think he was still getting used to the way I played my game. Hmm. And then I I had like had a maybe a I don't know how long. I had a little while off with my back, and then I came back, and then in a couple of weeks of me being back, Ross got his blue belt, lapel puppy got his blue belt. And I noticed probably the biggest jump I've ever noticed in anybody's jiu-jitsu. And then I Ross just subbing me left, right, and center. And he still is. He still, still subbed me left, right, and center. But we kind of leveled the playing field again to a certain degree. In Nogi, kind of my game. In Gi, he mill through me, so he will. Mill through me. Unless, but, unless um, he develops a Nogi worm guard. Yeah, we, we, we've talked about this, okay? We, we won't go any further. What would he grab? You know, that's all we're saying. <laughs> oh, that's, boy. Yeah, we've, talk, yeah, we've considered this. Oh, yeah, we won't boy. go too far into that. But anyway, yeah, uh, no, me and Ross me and Ross have savage rounds now. Savage. Milling mm. through each other. Uh, guys, if anyone wants to follow Ross, it's lapel underscore pappy, not just yeah, lapel yeah. pappy. Definitely. I'll, sound I'll have that linked in the description as well. That was that was my idea as well. Like he was he was what was he for? He was Rosticles underscore BJJ. Okay, cool name, cool name, cool name. But I was like, come on, like you want to be known for lapel guard? He's like all he does is lapel guard in every comp. He just is unreal at lapel guard. I was like, you want to be known like pick lapel puppy. He's like why? I was like Drake is like champagne puppy. You should be lapel puppy. Why not? <laughs> For ages he was like, ah no, stop, ah, stop. And then one day I was like, just do it. And then he ended up <laughs> like Shia LaBeouf. Pretty, that's yeah, pretty much me. Um, like, I gotta say so, your uh, your username is better though, in my opinion. Reverse Della Redmond. That's fucking gold. Has a ring. Quality shit. Has a ring. Has a ring to it. It gives gives a bit of a giveaway for comps though, you know. Ah well, just uh, play regular Delaheva and then they're like, whoa, whoa, what the oh, hell? What's going on? Yeah. Wait a second. Yeah. 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 Well, re- reverse Delaheva is not a good guard if you have a bad back as well. You can't, you can't use it apparently. <laughs> but we're still we're working. On it. 
Okay. Uh, what are you most looking forward to when training resumes? You'll have to say that again. You were breaking up there. Oh, sorry. Uh, what are you most looking forward to when training resumes? Rounds with Ross, to be honest. Rounds with Ross and 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 Darren for sure, and Brian and Darren's son, Caleb. Darren's son, Caleb, is. I, I know for a fact now that Darren and his son are training at home together while all this is going on. I think he's only 16. And oh, wait. Uh, was he that really tall orange belt that was with him? Yes. 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 That's him. That's Caleb. The kid is fucking really tall. I'm like, what the hell? But he's a little animal, so he is. Dude, just imagine him yeah. when he's grown up and he's like a blue or purple belt. It'll be. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, I Actually, I think he's only 15. I don't think he's even 16. He's good, like, he is good. Um, But, yeah, those rounds with those lads, and, of course, everybody else in the gym, but those lads, they push the pace. They they keep me improving before them, you know, and everybody else in the gym, not to to badmouth anybody else in the gym, you know. Mm. Uh, We got a bit of a scientific question now, so put your thinking cap on. All right. How many many Imanari rolls does it take to screw in a light bulb? Fucking bet you any money that was Jack. It was. Bet you any money that was Jack. Jack is obsessed. He Jack I said I have a bad back. Jack the Jack has hasn't I won't say hasn't got a back because that sounds like an insult. Uh he <laughs> his I'd say his spine does a seven hundred and twenty degree twist every time he takes a step. His back's bad. But Jack's favourite thing is to imanari roll and just be upside down. He's like a little a little child on Christmas. He loves it, so he does. But uh, yeah, no, Jack's inverting Jack, a bit too much. Jack sound, but he loves to invert. But he's like, he he'll injure his back every time he does it. You know, like, and he goes, "Why did I do that?" Everybody's always telling me, and I'm like, "Just come on, like, come on." But you know, it's his favorite thing to do. I, I don't know, Jack. Maybe like, I mean, if it, if it was me, probably one. If it was you. Probably about 20 in an rolls, Jack. Oh, we'll have yeah. to put that to the yeah. test in like a Mythbusters style. We'll have to. Jitsbusters. Uh, patent Pat- pending. I'm, I'm, patent, I'm trademarking that. Jitsbusters. No, I'm, I'm doing it first, man. I'm getting uh, on the patent we... website. Uh, look, we'll, fi- we'll fight over it sometime. <laughs> fair. That's, that's, I mean, that's fair. Ah, dude, that's a, that's a way better way to settle things than legal disputes. I think so. I think it. so. You you've you've uh, you've an advantage though. You know what guard I'm gonna use. I don't know. Maybe you want me to think. Maybe that's just what you want me to think. Maybe, maybe, maybe I don't even know how to do a deli either. God knows. God knows. Mm, I guess we'll find out. We will. <laughs> we will. In good time. Uh, what's um the most important fundamental idea for a white belt to grasp, in your opinion? The most fundamental idea for a white belt. Oh, let's see. I mean, there's a lot of things you could say, isn't there? You know, like wash your gi. I mean, like if you're not washing your gi, just that's that's not even fundamentals. That's just basic hygiene. You know, like basic hygiene. Like that's that's nothing to do with jujitsu. If you're not hygienic, get off the mats. You know, like yeah, no one, no one likes stinky gi guy. God no no! I remember it was a fella 
in one of the gyms I was in for a while just had a yellow gi. Um, man, that gi was not naturally yellow. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, yeah. So I avoided him for a while, but he's a sound man. Um, it's very hard to it, tell someone you like that their gi stinks. Is, someone just forgets one time. It, it is. It's hard to go here. Come here. You have a smelly gi. You know. Like, just walking over to my guy, I put like a like a just a hand and shoulder, like I was consoling him, like, bro, your gi stinks. I'm sorry. <laughs> just a level with you, like you know. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think for white belts, it's just don't give up. Just give it a chance, you know. Like it takes a long time to actually even begin to figure stuff out, but. The journey is like the journey's the fun part, you know. It's not really you're gonna get submitted a lot. Like I'm a two stripe blue belt who's been training four years and I will still get subbed twenty, thirty times on a Saturday morning, you know, by by higher belts. Like get don't let the submissions get to you because everybody gets submitted, you know. Uh, chances are the 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 highest rank in your gym's probably been submitted thousands of times. You know, it's um is the most important thing then is don't let that get to you. You know the submissions. The submissions are part of it. You don't. You have to learn how to counter those, and the more you the more you stick to it, the quicker you learn how to counter those things. And yeah, just never let them get to you because you could be really good at jujitsu if you just stick to it. Mm. Uh, sure, as Bob Ross would say, there's no mistakes. There's just happy accidents. <laughs> yeah, I say that sometimes as well in the gym. <laughs> No mistakes, just happy accidents. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Hmm. What would you uh, say let's... to someone then? What would you say hmm. to someone? Just embrace the suck, man. That's it, isn't it? Like, you just, re- you just rephrased what I said. But, okay, we'll roll with it. We'll roll with it, yeah. Uh, we'll that's, roll that's... with this. Exactly, exactly. I meant that. <laughs> Uh, but, um, what's your highest achievement in uh, BJJ slash uh, where do you see yourself going in uh, BJJ Jeez, man, I don't have many high achievements you know like um, like I love competing but with my back it's just hard to compete to the level that I know I can mm. um, let me see biggest achievement for me would be getting onto Grapple Kings that time, even though it was a bit of an embarrassment, to be honest. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but, uh, you know, it was an achievement for me to get on there, I suppose. Mm. You know, it was something I wanted to do, and uh, it ended up happening. did not go any way like I wanted. Um, but, yeah, definitely biggest achievement, for sure. Um I want to. I had big plans this year. I wanted to do a lot this year. Um, I was my Didn't back was. Yeah, I know, but my back was starting to feel a little better than usual, and I've kind of doing a lot of maintenance, looking after it and stuff. And yeah, no, I was. I had a plan for this year to do to do a lot of comps and a, and a lot of. I wanted to travel during the summer when I wasn't in college to do some comps as much as I could. And yeah, I mean. It's thwarted now, you know, like with all this virus. So hopefully next year. But yeah, I mean, I'd love to go to the worlds um, and the Europeans, gi and no gi, you know. Yeah. And and I think I think I'm 
definitely capable of of doing that yeah as long as i keep my back in check i can train you know and, and as long as i train smart i won't get injured in other ways which has happened before comps you know but mm. um yeah gi no gi worlds and europeans i want to go to uh i want to medal in those but that's a that's a high hope but uh yeah grapple kings will be the biggest achievement so far then i suppose mm. you know I yeah do. yeah we got a great question here. Oh, it's like, <coughs> sorry, we got a great Probably. question here. If you could ban one guard from competition, what would it be, and why would it be Worm Guard? Ah, <laughs> uh, very good. Okay. Um, see, when you were asking that question, I was trying to think of something other than Worm Guard because I knew that would be. <laughs> yeah. Um. Look, I like Worm Guard to be honest with you. <laughs> I I don't mind it. You know, um, I like anything that makes it. I like anything that makes difficult for me to figure out. Mm. So to me, Worm Guard's a difficult guard to deal with, and Ross has smashed me with it for a while, and I just loved the process of figuring it out. Like he's swept me, he's subbed me, he's taken my back, he's done everything. He's played with me in his Worm Guard, and is. Mm deep della worm guard or wormhole guard or either god knows right <laughs> but he's you know it's brought on my jiu-jitsu i love i love anything that makes jiu-jitsu more difficult for me um and that's one of them so I, I actually i wouldn't i wouldn't ban i wouldn't ban that what would we ban let's see half guards savage it's solid guard you know like um darren curtis has it has an unreal half guard and but would you ban half guard, all of half guards derivatives like z guard no, or uh, no first guard? i would i would yeah no don't don't even say that that's disgraceful i i consider reverse de la Hiva a derivative of half guard like it's so close i've like yeah, i've noticed it's... playing reverse de la, de la riva um that a lot of my stuff from half guard that i've learned from darren and i've learned a lot of half guard details from darren a lot of that stuff works in reverse de la Riva. That's my two cents. Now. Everybody's going to get good at reverse de la Riva now by doing half guard. Watch. Call it. I called it here first. <laughs> uh, dude, uh, we'll be sure to check back in a bit to see if that's the case, see if you called it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What What would you ban? I have no idea. What ban, What guard? Like, Would you ban a guard? Rubber guard? No. I mean, mm. it's a good game. Like, I don't like being caught in rubber guard, but it's a good guard and like i said it makes it more difficult for me like i want to ban a shit guard not a good guard you know mm. so shit i won't ban those um i can't think of a shit guard you know like i'd ban open guard how about that everybody has to play close <laughs> guard yeah no open guard fuck but fuck but yeah well no no i'm definitely one of those to be honest with you 100 percent um, yeah. Uh, God, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. What would you, man? Shit, uh, let me think. Fuck. It's a uh, tough question, uh, isn't it? Yeah. It, it is, yeah. How's about fucking. How about reverse X guard? Because <laughs> fucking. Reverse X. Do you know what? Actually, absolutely. Reverse X guard. Although. I definitely use reverse X card. <laughs> no, see, we can still keep regular X and single leg X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reverse yeah. X can fuck right off. 
Yeah. Okay. Right. We'll we'll agree on that one. We'll agree okay. on that one. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. I. How often do you train and uh, do you have any strength and conditioning programs that you do and um, do you prefer drilling or rolling? That's like a, a three-parter question from one dude. Okay, um, so first part is how often do I train? Yeah. Um, in my mind or actually? Actually. Okay, right, that's different. Um, let's see. I'll go, I'll go through my week, right? The way my week works is... Keep in mind, I'm in college as well, and I work full-time hours. So on a Monday night, we're in the gi class from seven, half seven to half eight beginners, and then half eight to about 10 advanced. Um, the last 40 minutes of that is always rolling. Um, and that's the kind of same format on a, on a Monday, a Wednesday night, and a Friday night. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'd always be there a little bit early, so we'd be getting some extra drilling, maybe even rounds in for a half an hour. So from seven o'clock to about ten o'clock on a Monday night. Uh, then a Wednesday, now I'm hit and miss with the morning sessions because they're at half five in the morning. So the odd morning session I go to, I try, I try to go, but most of the time, in fact all of the time, I have to work a Tuesday night in Apache, and I don't get out until at least one o'clock. So it's very hard to get up at five o'clock in the morning to walk for a half an hour to train at half five in the morning. So so I aim, I I try to get those, even when my alarm goes off sometimes, I'm like, I nearly take my phone and hop it across the wall on the other side of the room. Like, but yeah, the odd odd time I try to get to those, but always the Wednesday night then as well. I'll be there from seven to be one of the last on the mat, usually, unless my back's acting up. Um, You're looking seven till about just before 10 then as well on a friday morning then it's the same as the wednesday morning um same same gig i'm working thursday nights i lock up in apache so i'm there till always until about 1 a.m at least uh, so it makes the friday morning session hard i do try to get to them though um and then we go to a friday night i work friday nights as well because i only have a couple of hour college on a friday Um, i take my break on Friday at nine o'clock, every every time um, it's not ridiculously busy. I take my break at nine o'clock and work. And the gym is like two hundred meters around the corner from work, so I literally sprint around to the gym, throw on my nogi stuff, and then even if they're in the gi, actually they are in the gi, uh, throw on my nogi stuff, and I get two three rounds in on a Friday. Uh, on a Friday night yeah. on my break jump into the shower and then run back out uh, to, I have to run back around usually I'm back in work by the skin of my teeth like I only get a half hour break so I don't get that long um, but I'll just I'll roll non-stop with one person maybe Darren or I'll get a couple of rounds in with his son Caleb or Ross or Brian you know just whoever's there and ready um, and that doesn't happen every Friday it happens happens some Fridays it's hard to to balance it you know but then a saturday morning saturday morning there's always an open mat and there's a lot of visitors that come to our gym on a saturday morning uh, it's in the gi and we are training for 10 until 12 you know it could go on a little bit longer usually it does um and then we you know we sneak in some sessions that when the gym isn't open we won't say where you know, maybe I have some mats. Maybe I have some mats in my house where I invite friends over, and maybe Lapel Papi and I train when the gym's not open. Uh, maybe. maybe, 
maybe myself and Brian Connolly train when the gym's not open in my house, you know. Um, we'll, you know, and that would be like on a normal schedule when things are back to normal. It would be, you know, every every day. So we'd be we'd be missing the Tuesday and the Thursday and the Sunday. So usually we'd we'd squeeze in a session then. So we're training every day, you know. Um, so yeah, like I mean, it's just it's just a case of just trying to squeeze in as much training as I can around my schedule with work full time, like thirty eight hours ish a week, and then with college being about thirty hours, you know, and then time to study as well. Um, so it is just a case of training around my schedule. Like when I used to work in SBG Port Arlington, like that was my schedule. So I was training like three times a day every day except for sunday you know so it's it's just a case of my schedule oh unbelievable like but um yeah no like i'm just i'm just looking forward to graduating get my degree so i can have a good job but i can just train like you know a good job monday to friday nine to five sorted get in your training before train after like nothing stopping me then because i don't have to do all the extra college work and all this and i love college like but you know it's uh Definitely getting into way of jiu-jitsu. Uh, strength and conditioning then. I was a gymnast for four years, so I have a lot of good strength and conditioning, um, you know, sets and stuff like that. Um, I won't say I do them anymore. <laughs> it's tough going, you know. Um, you'd be wrecked from all the studying and the college and the work and the training. And, you know, I'd be squeezing in as many rounds and as many drills as I physically could. Like, you know, when we're in class, Class time, pick a good partner. Me and Ross will just bang out drills as many as we can, um, and then round set, just bang out as many as we can as well. Like you know, could be forty minutes, fifty minutes a night of of uh, of rounds. So I don't really get time to strength and conditioning as much as I'd want to. I'd love to still be doing all the strength and conditioning that I was doing when I was in gymnastics, and I I actually found all of my old strength and conditioning sets and yeah all of my flexibility and mobility stuff from gymnastics like a week ago on microsoft OneNote. so whoever asked that question if you want them i can email them to you just dm me on instagram mm. oh, yeah. yeah i'll send uh i'll send uh, you the profile of the guy who asked that your way yeah 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 go for it i'll uh, i'll send them on to him you know mm. Uh, the last last part of his question was, uh, do you prefer drilling or rolling? Ooh. It depends. It depends on the drilling partner and the rolling partner, right? So if you've got a good drilling partner, you've got a good drilling partner that you can, and you're drilling something you want to drill, and you just you're just banging out the drills, and you're just you're sweating, man, you're working hard. That's that's a savage feeling. You know, when you get a flow going and you're just working hard. Um, if you're rolling, I'm, it's a bit of a toss-up. Like, everybody wants to roll and just hit all the stuff that they drill, you know. Um, but that's not that's not reality. That never really works. So, I, yeah, do you know what? Rolling, rolling. If you get someone that just... If you're, if you're rolling with someone that knows your game and you know their game and you're both good, you get a savage roll. So like mm. me and Ross, the telepathy, we both know each other's games. Like we both know what the other person is gonna do. So when 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 me and Ross are rolling, we fight for everything. 
every single inch and there's a couple of i've I've an instagram video there uh instagram tv video on my account there of of me and ross from like maybe it's a year ago or something i don't know and we had a savage round we weren't giving each other an inch an inch and there was a couple of people in the gym like commentating on it so it was a good crack it was good crack but uh yeah no rolling if you have a good rolling partner you know if you have someone that understands your game and you understand theirs and then rolling for sure for sure what would you pick drilling or rolling what would you rolling any day of the week yeah for sure sure even like at at open mats we have like an hour of drilling an hour of rolling just work whatever you want yeah see i've tried implementing something a little different as opposed to just like static drilling i do like a round little specific round with who i'm drilling with so yeah it's like uh see i just want to keep retention in one position usually of course yeah so as a so you know i'm I'm learning what doesn't work if they're escaping it the whole time as opposed to just yeah i mean i would you you gave me my answer here i'm gonna have to ban lasso guard oh motherfucker yeah i got half to i have to I have to. Uh, you're doing that now because you know. Like... Ah, no, 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 no. But uh, I know what I will ban though. Spider oh. guard. I'll see you later. <laughs> Spider guard. Yeah. Just if I could ban it in just my gym, so I don't have to do it anymore, that would be perfect. Also, it would stop one of the lads in our gym milling through every single one of us with a spider guard. <laughs> <laughs> he'll just start playing lasso despite you yeah oh he does that as well he does that as well he's like yeah. see i only need one hand to beat you yeah he's like i don't need i oh, you think you're escaping no you've entered my trap ah uh, dude i just i like lasso because it's hard to it's really annoying to pass it and it's fucking just yeah. I, yeah. I, I i like the sweeps from it like i've caught it a few times competition the catapult yeah. sweeps, so it just, it's worked good for yeah. me yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. You, I mean, when you're passing it, you just go for you know an east slide that's slightly more down the center than usual. If you're catching my drift, you know the yeah, knee just okay. goes where it's not supposed to. You know, just yeah. in between. <laughs> I do, I do what I call. I give him the Newton's cradle, if that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you know what a Newton's cradle is? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're, where you're you, a cruel man. Where you bang one ball off the other. Yeah. That's, you're fucking. You're fucking that's evil, you, dude. That's how you pass lasso guard. Knee sli- that's fucking... Give, that's horrible. Yeah. You hit him with the Newton's cradle. Oh, <laughs> uh, but you know what's the worst part? The worst thing about hit, getting hit in the balls ever. It's just what? the moment... There's like a moment where you don't feel any pain and you're just hoping maybe it won't hurt this time. And then the two balls slap off each other and it starts hurting. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's if it exactly. just started hurting straight away, I wouldn't Even, care. But the fact that it doesn't hurt yeah. for an instant, then and then, it does, my fuck. Yeah. And then they're in your throat all of a sudden as well. And... Yeah, not oh, good, not fuck. good. How the fuck does that even work? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Confused. Uh, we got the, the last question from the Instagram. It was, um, right. how did you find coaching BJJ in uh, IT Carlo? How did I find... I loved it. Loved it. There was a good few people there that were very interested in learning. And I mean, I, I, just, I just love coaching in general. Like, you know, I was gymnastics coach and a jiu-jitsu coach for years. Still am coaching some jiu-jitsu, just helping with kids' classes and stuff. But, um, yeah, no, I, I loved coaching and it just made it better that there was a group of people there that wanted to learn. Um, so, yeah, I, I enjoyed teaching in, in IT Carlo. It was... It was 
for me it was good fun like and there were some people there that i was you know joking away with and good crack like you know that's all it was good crack and i wished that more people stayed was the only thing um yeah because near the end then of the of the year i was training for grapple kings and i had no problem going down there but i was teaching it while my normal training sessions were on uh monday so i had no problem going there to teach it but what was happening was people weren't showing up and then eventually there was one two people coming to the class which wasn't worth the time that i was missing training for grapple kinks yeah um like i was still getting in plenty of training for it but yeah um just at the end but i suppose everybody had exams and stuff coming up and you know it's hard to hard to go all the time but uh, i loved i loved it i loved it yeah it's good mm. it was uh, good those are some great instagram questions and now i got a few questions for you what was okay, that okay. <clears throat> Fucking feel like shit. I just, just woke up like an hour ago. Coronavirus kicking in. I don't have sure. You you can't catch it over a Skype call, so don't worry. I hope not. Can you? Dun, dun, dun. Unless you're using NordVPN, then you won't catch any. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's like don't don't get NordVPN. It's over. It's overpriced. Yeah. That's I'll keep that mind. <clears throat> Do you remember um, the first seminar you ever went to? And do you remember what was uh, taught there? Yeah. <clears throat> the first seminar there. Let me let me double check that it was the first one. Um, I know the first one I paid for. I, I won't name the person because it was a crap seminar, man. It was Ooh. crap. Yeah. Like, I won't even say where it was because then people will know. Uh, it was not. It wasn't an Irish person anyway. Um, but, man, it was dirt it was dirt and um, i think the first seminar i did was actually gunner nelson though um, and that was that was class it was a nogi seminar was it gunner nelson hmm, i think it was yeah it was in SPG port arlington it was gunner nelson that was a great seminar he taught um some good guillotine variations finishes and, and a couple of like his kind of wrestling takedowns and single leg variations and stuff that was a good seminar really good um, still use some of the headlock stuff that he taught in that seminar, uh, some of the grips and stuff, and the finishes. Uh, yeah, dude. first well, the like first front, sem- front headlock right. stuff. Yeah, I yeah, that was- fucking love that. I just rolled through to the little thing I called the Andrew Kanda. <laughs> oh, <laughs> lovely! <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say that's cheesy. Name it something after yourself. Like, come on. It me worked. Here, uh, me sitting here, reverse Della Edmund, you know. <laughs> you, you, you don't have a, a don't have a hill to stand on there. You've uh, exactly. You've no recourse. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> um, no, what's what's that? Andrew Conde. Yeah. Just a, your own variation, or is it just something you hit? Uh, see, it's just a little tweak I do, because you know when you have the front headlock, people like lock slap on the anaconda straight away but i keep like yeah. a gable grip because i find you can like bump slide their elbow a bit more so you can get a better roll in your position right. is slightly better you have the yeah. gable grip so you just shoot your arm through for the anaconda anyway i just find it's better for control and establishing you know yeah I think okay it's yeah, yeah way better idea in general okay you'll definitely have to show me sometime 
Share the bra. Share the secrets. <laughs> That's it. Um, what was the the most recent seminar you attended? Most recent seminar, Chris Bow in Attic Jiu Jitsu. Chris Bow owns Gracie Baja Dublin. Uh, okay. You know him? No. Uh, he's uh, no. He's won. He's won some big comps. Uh, I'm not going to list them off because I don't know them, but I know he's won some big comps. Um, he's really nice. He's sound. Really, really, really sound guy. Uh, very helpful. Good seminar. What did he teach this time? I've been to a couple of his. He taught da, 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 some details from the mount. It's actually funny. I was working on the mount and I was doing really well, like isolating arms and stuff like that. And I was getting some. I have good, good, solid control in the mount, or had before the coronavirus. Um, and I was doing real well, starting to isolate the arms and getting arm bars, triangles, all this stuff. But it was just, there was something missing and it was like, I would get really good control, but then I would lose it in a transition. And then a week later, he did that seminar. And I swear Brian Connolly must have planned it. He must have planned it. Because I was like, Brian, what am I doing wrong in this mount here? Like he goes, you want to ask Chris Boulder. That's who you want to be asking, Chris Bow. <laughs> And I was like, right, okay, sure, whenever he's down. And then Chris Bow comes down like a week later, a week later, and teaches a seminar on Mount. The very he thing that he's talking about. He definitely had a that very in his back pocket. He's like, mm, he definitely I did. think you should ask him. Either he planned it or he already knew what he was going to do, you know. I'd say it's mm. more like he, he knew. He knew already, but yeah, no. So that that was that was actually a pretty good seminar with Bow. Bo was pretty good. And I went down to his gym because Brian Connolly, he owns Attic, but he also coaches in in Dublin, in Gracie Barra, Dublin, for uh, for Chris Bow sometimes. They're good friends, I think. And um, I went down there one Tuesday that I just, I wasn't in college. I had a day off. So I went down, took the bus down, took me like about three hours to get down there. And I did a class. And the guys down there were unreal. They were savage. I had some great roles. Everybody was sound. Really, really nice people. And just really, really good jiu-jitsu all around. So, like, if you ever get a chance, two gyms you need to visit. It's us in Carlo, Attic Jiu-Jitsu. Mm. And then Gracie Baja, Dublin. Really good. Dude, I, I have a map on my fucking wall. And I, I've written in Sharpie every gym. Like, I put a thing up on the Irish BG Underground. It's like, where's your gym? I'll add it to the map because I want to hit it up. Yeah. I'll send you a picture later because it's just full yeah, of yeah, fucking jiu-jitsu gyms written on it. Make sure those two are on it. Attic and... They, and they are. Good, good. They're, they're already there. They're good gyms. Uh, good gyms. Mm, they're really good, man. I imagine so. Like, uh, lots of people I know have spoken really highly of them. See, um, mm. have you ever learned anything from a seminar that's become, like, just an integral part of your game? Like, it's just a mainstay. Um... Yes, the uh, let me see now. How do I phrase this? I have, and it was something to do with. I don't want to say who because it was also the worst seminar I've ever been at. Um, it's the same seminar, and it's just the oh. tiniest little thing. Um, was never stop moving something. If you stop moving something, you're fucked. You don't have momentum to keep going. Um, mm. but yeah. Uh, he just I think he might have said it accidentally to be honest with you 
I don't know. Uh, dude, you'll have to text me later so we don't go. Just to text me who it is later so we don't expose him on the podcast. Oh, this guy runs shit seminars. Yeah, yeah, no, it was. Um, well, I'll, I'll message it right now. Uh, see, I can't even spell his second name. Do you have a um, favorite submission? Yeah, triangles all the way. No, triangles and arm bars, I suppose. Uh, are, it's hard you a, to are you a lanky man? No, no, I'm only like 5'8". 5'8", uh, 66 kilos, that's all. No, I wouldn't be lanky. Small. Um, that, but that's I'm usually good. the case with triangle guys, which is lanky bastards. Yeah, no. Um, love triangles. When I was in SPG Port, Honey Badger, all he does, man, not all, not all he does, but... All he did to me for two years was just destroy me with triangles, just nonstop, nonstop. Um, so I, I kind of, I got, I built up a good defense of him, and then eventually, obviously he taught me like all of his triangle details that he had at the time, and so like it just, that's just part of my jujitsu now. From I'll, I'll whack them on from anywhere, arm bars and triangles, anywhere I can, I'll throw them on. Um, and then of course you know you have all that the John Danaher stuff as well so yeah yeah so yeah, guys so. we've reached a segment of the podcast I like to call around specifics I would say the rapid fire questions but the okay. last five episodes would describe them as non-rapid fire because okay. the, the longest segment of the podcast right so they're just questions let's let's, <laughs> let's break tradition right let's so do you want to do around the specifics we do whatever way you like. <laughs> All right. What was uh, your favorite TV show growing up? Oh, let me see. Jimmy Neutron. Ah, oh, dude, that's uh, that was underrated in my opinion. But like, I know the animation hasn't aged was. well, but it's pretty no, fucking no, no, no. good. Yeah. Oh, did you ever watch uh, Fairly Odd Parents? I would nearly said Fairly Odd Parents. To be honest with you. Did you ever see the crossover to Jimmy Timmy Power yeah, Hour? Yeah, I did, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. That was some good shit. Yeah. Uh, what was uh, your first video game console and what was the first game in it you, you had for uh, PlayStation 2. And I had Hercules. Hercules. It was a 2D. I can still, I can feel the, the nostalgia now thinking was about it. Was that another it. PS1 game? You're right. Is that the one based off the movie? Game. You're right. It was a PS1 game. You're dead right. And it was a P- PS1 was the first console they had. That one where you had to like pop the 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 tray open and put the disc in. Oh yeah, dude. I yeah. have Windows next to my bed. Like I play yeah. that every so often. I have fucking yeah. Spider-Man 2 in it. Like Enter Electro. That's a fucking fun game. That's a, yeah, yeah. I had that as well. Oh, dude. That was great shit. What was uh this a new question that I've just added this morning? And you'll be the first one to answer this one. <laughs> it's an honor. What's the the worst movie you've ever seen? Just that's a hard question. Worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough. Um. Yeah, because generally, generally you don't really think you don't dwell on the movies that are shit, do you? Uh, I do. <laughs> Flip. Go on. Throw one at me there. So. Uh, did, you ever my... see the, did you ever see The Room by Tommy Wiseau? The Room? No. Like You've definitely seen, seen the, the, the rooftop scene. He's like, 
I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, I Mark. think so. Like the, the, so. the movie The Disaster Artist is based off that with James Franco and Seth Rogen, all them. They made a movie oh. based off the, the, that, that movie. Because, like, it's so fucked up. Your man Tommy Wiseau is like, no one knows how old he is. No one knows where the right. fuck he's from. And no one knows how he got all the money he made, used to make the fucking movie. Right. And fuck, it's fucked it's up. Just a bit I, weird. I'll, send, I'll send you some of it later. Fucked up. Did you ever see the Epic Movie? Oh, dude, Epic Movie. Was that the fucking... It was, was like, movie? It, it was the skit movie. They went into nine. I, I, I know it was the skit movie, but which one was it? Was it fuck? No, it wasn't disaster movie. Was that was that yeah, the was one the when, they're, when they're in one. Narnia? When they're in like the yeah. Narnia parody? Yeah, oh, that one was fucking out of. I, That's the worst movies movie. are very substandard in general, but that was the worst one in the record. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like Captain so Jack that, Swallows that. in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Like that's that's such a lame fucking joke. Yeah, no, they're they're all pretty bad. That's that's the worst one for sure. I will contend that the first two uh, scary movies were good. Scary movie three is yeah. good in my opinion. Yeah. It depends on what mood you catch me in, but the rest of them are shite. Yeah. I like the scary movies; they're funny. I think, you know, and I will laugh. Ah, you know, sometimes you, it it appeals to that lizard part of your brain, so you know it's grand sometimes. <laughs> Right, okay. There is one really good joke in scary, the first scary movie that I, I like. It's like uh, this one chick is being chased by the by the killer and she logs onto the police website and they're like, list your emergency and she just clicks white woman in distress and a fucking police car <laughs> rolls up straight away. Okay, right. Didn't catch that. Yeah. I don't think I've watched uh, this for a long time, you know. Dude, um, I have it on video. I still watch videos. You know what's funny movies to watch now? The Scooby-Doo movies, man. What, the live-action um, ones? Or? Yeah, yeah. The amount of just adult jokes in those movies is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> Dude, your man who played Shaggy, he was like the best thing to come out of those movies. He actually voices absolutely. Shaggy now in the cartoons. Really? Ab- oh, absolutely. Yeah. Just brilliant. Like, if you watch those movies, I think the Spooky Island one, the the further into the movie it gets, the more sexualized the two women are. Like they're clo- like they wear less and less clothes and they just act <laughs> more. And like I think how'd you, how'd you pick younger. up on that? Huh? How'd you pick up on that? I saw it recently and then there's another part uh, where Shaggy you know where Shaggy beats MJ at first. You have to know this part. He's on the they're on the plane, he's like, What's your name? She's like, MJ. He's like, That's like my favourite name, like a big stoner. <laughs> Because MJ, you know? Uh, yeah. I, and then, that was a good one. Or t- I think he says she actually says Mary Jane, doesn't she? But um, yeah. uh, but then there's another one. It's like, I was never good at French in school, but you don't have to know what avec, whatever he says. He says something in French. He goes, you don't have to know what this means um, if you get what I'm saying. And in that, like, French, what he said in French was like, do you want to sleep with me? I, uh, I know they said what? the same thing in South Park. It was, uh, it was like voulez avec moi or something. Yeah, it's something voulez-vous avec moi. I think. Yeah. Something. They, like, they said that they said anybody that South speaks Park French. As well. If anybody speaks French that watched this, I'm sorry for whatever I just said there. 
Oh, but dude, what did um? I like the twist at the end that it's actually Scrappy inside uh, yeah, Rowan yeah. Act- Acton. That was, I think, that was a good twist because yeah, everyone hates Scrappy, so it's okay that yeah. he's the villain. Yeah, uh, I didn't see that coming. It's good. Mm. Yeah, that's it. Um, is it? Who's the the most famous person, whether it be a jiu-jitsu person or just a regular celebrity that you've met? Most famous. I'm trying to think if I met. Don't think I've met any actors or anything. I'd say be between Ash Daly, Paddy Houlihan, and Philip Mulpeter. Uh, dude, I met Paddy one time. It, it was a huge honor, and uh, I yes. texted him one time when I was at a competition. Really nice I was like, so I had my, I had his book. I wanted to get it signed. I was like, are you going to be at the, this competition? He's like, I will, yeah. And then he, he didn't show up. I was like, oh. I want to get my book signed, so I was so uh, sad. Sure, look, maybe someday. Uh, sure. I know where he trains, so I'll just nip up there. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> I know where he trains, I'll come after him. No, one of my friends, my, like, my friend uh, Paul Brown, his gym is right next to Paddy's, uh, Paddy's uh, jiu-jitsu gym, like uh, Paul's like literal uh, lift, weightlifting gym. It's like right next okay, to Okay, I didn't gap. know that. I didn't mm. know Paul Paul's gym was next to Paddy. Mm. Uh, dude, we had a great episode with Paul. It was like the longest fucking one. It was like an hour and a half. I was like, Jesus Christ. I'll have to watch good. it. Sorry, Will. That was episode four. Yeah, this episode six. Four, yeah. Uh, what was it? Um, What was the most embarrassing injury you've ever had, whether it be jiu-jitsu related or non-jiu-jitsu related? Most embarrassing injury? Damn. Just, uh... just the way you got injured was just fucking ridiculous or something. I, I couldn't... Don't know, honestly. I don't think I've had like a pretty embarrassing injury. I tell you, the most recent. I mean, it's not embarrassing. If you want to hear it, I don't know. I know um, yours. Like, I was picking up with like heel hooks and leg locks lately, and I was in the gym training, and we were. I was with someone, and like a higher belt, and we were training and we both had a heel hook on we were both in 50 50 guard we both had a yeah. deep heel hook on right but the two of us were like being super careful because i had grapple kings coming up so we both had it on and we we're both looking at each other in the eyes there was absolutely there was as you do you know there was absolutely no pressure on my ankle whatsoever and the fright of my life then just like three loud pops just like i was like it was like my jaw just dropped and yeah so that that kind of like fucked up my ankle it's grand now um but like i mean it's not really embarrassing it's just kind of like shit do you know yeah i get you but i don't i don't have any embarrassing injuries man I don't have any like any stories to tell go on what's your you you, you must have an embarrassing injury if if that's a question yeah. that you I still asking. do. Yeah. A few years before I started jiu-jitsu, I was in fifth year in school. It was the first ever yeah. PE session of the year, and for the warm up, we all decided to play tag. That's what your man said to do. So we were all running around like fucking maniacs, and like uh, I looked behind me to see if the, your man was behind me because I didn't want to get tagged, and I ran knee first into another guy, boom, and then I went flying. 
that knee is still shit to this day. It's just fucking, oh. I got injured while playing tag. What the fuck? That's... <laughs> it's a bit of a shit one, all right. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you there. <laughs> I do now. You can tell me your favorite grappling match. Oh, that's that has to be Cron Gracie. Is it Cron Gracie? I could be wrong now. I haven't watched it in a while. Uh, I think it's Cron Gracie and Gary Tonin. Is it Man, Cron? this is the third time in a row someone has had Gary Tonin in their favorite grappling match. Well, I mean, let me just double check because I could be totally wrong. But it's like, did nah, you see I, I the armbar? The armbar. You're talking about? Yeah, that was fucking brutal. He just like, how the fuck didn't he? How did he get out of that? Like, crazy. I mean, it's just. I mean, his arm was definitely messed up after that. You know, but no that's, doubt like, about it. that's the difference at such a high level of competition. Like you don't, you don't let, unless it's broke, you know, you just keep going, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Or unless it's like just, just about to break and you're like, eh, I don't, I don't want my arm broken today. I'll just leave it nearly yeah, broken. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'll, I'll accept messed up rather than broken, but you know, that's, yeah. that's a, that's a good match. Like, I'd, who it's who an else? occupational hazard it is isn't it like what other matches where people give him with Gary Tonin yeah exactly man you know like I mean um, yeah Gary Tonin's pretty good it was like it, they're exciting matches I love the the match of him versus uh, was it Pal Harris I oh, do that was uh, that was actually in the fucking that was Paul's favourite match I think was it yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was good. That was a that was a very good match. Um yeah, no, I, I don't know how to describe it. Like you just have to watch it, isn't it really? Like those are my two um, favourites for sure. And they're both Gary. I might have to, I might have to add a caveat to that question saying favourite grappling match that Gary Tonin wasn't in because yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. fucking hear about Gary Tonin. He's an exciting know. grappler though, you know. I know he is and he, he has a wacky personality, but man, a fucking yeah. some variety never killed anyone. That's true. That's true. Right. Let me think. Put me on the spot now. Um, who else? Keenan's good, but I can't think of any matches off my head. Ross will kill me for saying that if he listens to it. Um, let's see. I mean, Gordon Ryan's deadly, but you know, Gary Tonin's matches. I think out of the ones I've seen are more exciting. Um, no, can't do it. Sorry, I tried. I can't do it. Uh, it's fine, dude. Do you have a favorite UFC fight? favorite UFC oh I only watched one recently here during quarantine it was oh damn I think it's Johnson v uh Justin Gaethje was it Johnson mm. man it was a terrible fight terrible <laughs> fight. oh I'm hilarious oh it was just look it up man just look it up I swear like it in the first round I think Justin Gaethje rocks Johnson. Might not be Johnson. I could be wrong there. Um, and he's like, he's he's winning. Like he's like, oh no, wait, what's the other way? I think Johnson rocks Gaethje and get his Gaethje's legs go real stiff. You know when your legs go real stiff and like they're just like dead weight. You can't lift them, mm. right? He just he's wobbling around and he just can't lift his legs and his heels are real flat and it's just his head and everything's wobbling everywhere. Don't know how it was. It stopped. And you're wetting yourself. I'm wetting myself laughing at this fight. I'm like, oh, he's just looking ridiculous. Like, how is he still going? <laughs> I was watching it with with a friend here during quarantine, and 
he's just wobbling around. The two of us are laughing. And then all of a sudden, he rocks your man. So now the two of them are stiff-legged and they're wobbling everywhere and they're just swinging <laughs> shots and, and you have to look it up. You have to. It's, it's like two, two drunk guys fighting. Oh, literally, literally. And then and then one of them knocks the other out and it's like, how did that even happen? And it was like maybe a two, three round match. It only got two or three rounds. It was funny. <laughs> I have to look that up. That's fucking, that's, that's yeah, really that's, funny. That's a funny one. Mm. Do you have uh, any other martial arts you're interested in besides uh, jiu-jitsu? No, 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 I don't. Um, when I was in SPG, I was doing a little bit of MMA and Muay Thai, but I just didn't like being punched in the face so mm. <laughs> and being kicked, so I prefer jiu-jitsu. Just stick with jiu-jitsu, you know? You're not keen on judo or anything? Ah, no, not really. No, there's, there's, a, there's a couple of judo guys in our gym. Um... One of them, like, cracked a bone in my ankle about a year ago doing a silly throw. So I don't like judo. I don't like judo. Yeah. I know it's not that I don't like judo. I just don't follow it, you know. Asher, fair Easter on. Fair enough. Do you have a favorite period in history? Like, if you had a time machine, where's the first place you'd go? Uh, Where's the first place I'd go? I assume in this time machine teleports me as well to wherever I want to go not just yeah, through time. Ti- ti- time and space so you can time go anywhere any place anytime space. I would say the big bang but I would die instantly um, well, I want to go somewhere interesting don't know just, just like you picking a holiday you're like huh where do I go yeah but like better <laughs> how about I go back before jiu-jitsu started, right? With yeah. all the Danaher DVDs and all the like the all the DVDs, Danaher and Giles and all of them, and I bring them. Did with DVD me. players exist before jiu-jitsu? No, but I'm gonna bring one. Therefore, they yeah. do. Ah, okay. There you go. Right. Uh, That's just Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say maybe electricity doesn't, but definitely does. I'll, I'll bring. I'll bring some stuff with me. I'll bring like, I'll make a DC motor powered by a bicycle so I can power it and then I can just, because imagine, right, if, just imagine if all the knowledge of jiu-jitsu we have now was there when we started. Imagine what jiu-jitsu would like, be like today. Because mm. like, I you mean, know, you know, all, all that arguments. could be remedied by uh, bringing a portable DVD player that's powered by a lot of batteries. True, true, true. How long do batteries last? You would, well, batteries exist back then, so problem That's solved. That's true. Problem solved. Problem solved. Very true. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like a car battery or something there. Ah, dude, that's thinking outside the box. Something like that. But yeah, like you know, like Keenan's argument that some of the greats would only be like Elio and stuff like this would only be purple belts now, you know. So it's like if all the knowledge we had right now was placed back there what would happen to jiu-jitsu today i think i think that's what i'd do not Ooh, for you'd, go, not you'd for, go meddling with you'd go meddling with the fucking timeline absolutely i would i would flashpoint the shit out of that if you get that reference we're friends you know i, I do that, you do i wish them i wish they'd make a movie about that because they the are making a movie about that. that was was great 
But man, they're going to fuck it up because it's, it's the DC anime, it's DC universe, so they're going to fuck it up. Their movies suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lively. The TV show is very good. We only finished it the other day, but um, yeah, I hope they don't ruin that movie. They put that movie back so much, they better not ruin it, I swear. Uh, I, you know, I'm not holding out hope for that, so yeah. I, I wouldn't hold my breath. Yeah, well, I've been dying, to, I have been dying to see it now, but you, you raise a good point that they make crap movies, so... I guess Dude, we'll I watched uh, I watched the extended version of Batman vs Superman there because I heard that was better than the original version. Right. It was not. It was no. just three hours long, and it was. I was expecting you to say that. No substance. No substance. Like they just rushed too much, and it's fucking stupid. Yeah, it's it's like they could have they could have it could have been great, but in reality, they just need to reboot the entire thing now, don't they? Yeah, they pretty much have to. Uh, isn't like thought. Robert Pattinson the new Batman? Yeah. See, one thing I like, like I'll, I'll give him a chance. Lots of people are yeah. shitting on him because he was the Twilight guy, but look, I'll give him an, yeah. an honest to god chance. He, maybe he's good. For sure. We'll one see. thing I like about you know the sort of picture they put out of him in the bat suit, they sort of have the ears obscured because you can't see if they're big ears or small ears, so you don't know if it's yeah. So it's not really yeah. Yeah, yeah, they definitely haven't decided yet. And I guarantee what you, whatever. What would you like? Big ears what, or small ears? Big. Big motherfucking uh, may, point maybe, ears. Uh, I'm sort of torn. I wouldn't mind small ears. Nah, like, like, like in the games, man. Big, sharp, pointy ears. I mean, like, I didn't mind at the same time that the the short ones from Christian Bale's Batman, like, it looks well, but like. Put the big fucking pointy ones like from from the games on that too. You know what I you think know? would make a great movie if they made Batman what? Beyond, but they had Michael Keaton as old Bruce Wayne. Yeah, that would be fucking awesome. I mean, that yeah. would work. Because you know me. he's he's getting up there in years, and you know he used to play yeah. Batman, so that would be tied yeah. in with that universe. They can make some good shit because if they just discount uh, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, they just ignore that and make like it their own thing. Yeah, I mean, work. I just think they need to reboot everything altogether, <laughs> like and base it off of the TV shows. Because the TV shows have way more substance and are far better and have been written way better than the movies that they have. Plus like the, the TV DC shows TV already shows. have an established universe, so they could like tell yeah, like, it. They already have a but, universe established. Problem solved. Like. Yeah, absolutely. But you know the funny thing? Have you watched the Flash TV show? No, not really. Uh, no, right. Okay, so anyway, the Flash TV show in one of the latest episodes, um, the Flash from the DC Universe, uh, Ezra Miller. Is it Ezra Miller? Uh, the guy who so, plays him in the movies? Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. he ends up through some speed force, whatever, ends up in the TV show for an episode. <laughs> so, like, they've basically said that the, the universe are connected. Like, he ends up there as the Flash. Mm. Or they they at so least like, have a multiverse sort of thing. Well, like they well in the TV show they destroyed the multiverse. So 
so it all came into one universe. There's only one left. But they had Ezra Miller there as the Flash in his proper suit on the TV show. And they were both like, what the fuck? Who are you? Yeah. So if they just go from there, just there, and forget everything that they did with the DC movie so far, they could have a good thing. They but they have, have really like good... copies of each superhero in it, so they have like two Batman, two Superman. Exactly. Exactly. So it could be just another universe, they start up, and then just do it right. Oh, fair enough. It sounds like a better idea than what they're fucking doing right now. I'll, I'll grant you that. Yeah, they're doing they're doing crap right now. Oh god. Do you have a, a favorite gi brand, like a, or jujitsu gear brand, just in general? Like, what's your go-to? I mean, I've got a few different bits. Like, I've got some tatami stuff. I've got some venom stuff. I've got some cheap ass stuff. I have a, a flash rash guard. I a call it a flash guard. Oh. See? Yeah. Um, it puns right themselves. That's it. That's it. Just happens. Um. I have a few different brands of geese. I have, I don't know who makes GB Europe. I'm not sure who makes GB Europe. But I have my favorite gi by far is um, a Fuji Europe one. They're really good, really nice quality. I, I prefer like a heavy gi, heavy gi. And then the no gi stuff, what's the, I have a set of G Gracie Baja gear. I think Adidas makes them. And they're just yeah, the nice. They, they make stuff. some of their geese, I remember. Yeah, I mean, I don't like the geese. Um, but the yeah, rash Adidas guard. Trash geese. Adidas. Adidas yeah, like the, the, the rash guard that I'm wearing in my profile picture on Instagram is like my ni- my nicest rash guard by far. Um, there's a few pictures of me in the Adidas gear, the GB stuff. Yeah. That's 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 nice. Pretty gear. nice one, I'll grant you that. Yeah. But uh, your attic rash guards are really fucking nice. Yeah, they are nice. There's a few I only noticed recently, but there's like, I think there's like three different ones. Like there's long, no, sorry, maybe there's two different ones. And there's a long sleeve and a short sleeve one of both of them. Because I just see a picture of me next to Darren's son and he's wearing like a different like red and black one with short sleeve. So they're, they're very nice. What's mm. it? Um... Do you prefer gi or no gi? Just like uh, if you had to pick one or the other. No gi, definitely. Especially lately, I've trained a lot more no gi. Uh, I, I like training in the gi though, but definitely no gi. Competing yeah, I say, in no gi. I say, I say, lapel pappy prefers gi. He does, yeah, he does. But his his he was helping me train for Grapple Kings, and his no gi game came on a lot as well. He started to like no gi a lot because uh, mm. he was he was helping me a, a lot like. So, yeah, no, I'd say you definitely would pick gi. All right. Um, I like I like competing in the gi though. It's hard to pick. Competing, training, love training no gi. Um, it's actually it's hard to pick. I would probably pick no gi, but I do love competing in the gi. Yeah. I just I just love gi too much. I have to go with gi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I love gi. I just the. Uh, some of the no-gi matches I've had have been a lot better than the gi matches, I suppose. So, I don't know. Maybe I've just yeah, competed sure. more in no-gi. I'm not sure, but I love both, to be honest. It's hard to pick. It is hard to pick. Mm. Ah, sure. Yeah. Do you have a, what's your favourite food? And don't you dare say Apache. Well, I don't know what to say now. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, you I really got, got me. Guys. You really did got me. Um, no, probably like lasagna or carbonara. Well, those are just like pizzas in a different box. So... In a different form, are they? Though yeah. lasagna just... and carbonara. Carbonara is like a creamy, cheesy pasta. Well, that's pizza just uh, cream. Is a, that's uh, just cream and pasta added to a pizza derivative. I mean, I've had a carbonara pizza. There you go. Which <laughs> didn't let me down. If you like carbonara and you like pizza, try a no, carbonara. No, I would have pizza. accepted uh, any answer except for Domino's. Except for Domino's, yeah. Domino's is very overpriced. Yeah, they're shit as well. Like, and they're not, and they're, not just, they're not great. I had a Domino's a while ago, a little while ago, and it was just terrible. Uh, there was a great joke off The Simpsons. Like, they're, the police are hiding in a pizza van, and they're all like, well, what if someone comes up asking for a pizza? Like, just you wait. They put a slap the Domino's logo outside. Yeah, so no yeah, yeah. I saw that one. Pizza. Yeah. That was a great fucking joke, in my opinion. That's it. Uh, do you have a favorite favorite music genre? Probably rap, to be honest. Definitely rap, to be honest. We talking old school rap or modern rap? Because oh, I, I really, I'm not a fan a, none of modern of, rap. None, none of the mumble rap. Oh, way. dude, I hate that shit. Like, uh, man, but, oh, um, man, man, fucking stupid yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't mind. There's a few guys like that are good. Logic and J Cole and you know these kind of guys. Yeah. Logic's good. Uh, J. Cole is good. Let's see who else. Uh, Joyner Lucas, really good. Really, really good. Uh, Dax, I know he's a YouTube rapper, but he's pretty good. Oh, still counts. Yeah, no, he's still good. Then I'd listen to... I Honestly, I have just a random mix of just old-school rap mm-hmm. on, my, on my playlist. And like, but yeah, definitely, definitely rap. Listen to a mix, What's uh, your favorite song to roll to in the gym? Oh, that changes. That changes now from time to time. For a while it was Queen. Mm. Oh, I want, guess. I want don't, to break don't free. Stop me now. Oh, that, was guess. that was one. Don't that was one. Don't stop me now. I love that um, song. Let me see. Do you listen? Have you listened to Oliver Tree? Uh, uh, you probably know the no, song so. Ali- Alien Boy. Do you know that song? I might know it to hear. Maybe yeah, just no. sing a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah, he's he's got some some cool songs. Um, probably J Cole. I'd listen to like 1985 or Wu Tang Clan. Like, ah, uh, dude, Cash the Wizard, the the old dirty bizzard. Good yeah. shit, man. Yeah, dude, Good taste. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, probably... Personally, for me, um, fucking Rage Against the Machines, uh, Know Your Enemy is a great fucking song to roll to. Yes. You just get the fucking yes. intensity up. Yeah. You just want to fucking kill someone. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what's a good one? The song that I walked out to for Grapple King, Seven Nation Army, the Glitch Mob remix. That's just the bass in that song just gets me going. Oh, dude. That sounds... The title of that just sounds good on its own. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll look into it. Sorry. It's a good reason. You hardly, it was like the song they used for Battlefield 4, the trailer. So if you look up the Battlefield 4 trailer, that song, uh, and it's got some like heavy bass, it's good. It's a good remix. Mm, 
Oh, while we're on the topic of uh, trailer music and fort games in a, in a games franchise, uh, the Assassin's Creed Revelations trailer had a great fucking song. I think it's called Iron by Wood Boy or something. It's a great fucking song. Oh, I, I don't know it. I, I haven't heard it. See, there's a new Assassin's Creed game coming out, though. Valhalla. See, here's the thing. I said this with my podcast with a Dennis Frimpong. See, the trailer looked good. It was a good CGI trailer, like a short yeah. movie, if you would. It wasn't a gameplay but trailer, though. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I'm not touching it till I see gameplay. Like, I yeah, flattened absolutely. Odyssey, because I loved Odyssey. And, like, you know, I'll wait till I see some gameplay, and I'll, I'll make a decision then. Mm. Yeah. Um, Warzone's good, though. Modern Warfare. It's a good game broken as shit at the minute uh, dude my, my internet's too shit for playing online games like i ah, for the longest time i didn't even have internet i just used my mobile data which wasn't even that good <laughs> Still and then on we dial. got internet yeah dude no joke we used to be then like uh i live in the middle of nowhere like so yeah see uh we got internet and you know they totally fucked us over with this internet thing so Let's see. Um, it was great for the trial run. It was getting like really course, good yeah, connection, yeah, yeah. as you do. And then, like uh, once conveniently, once we started paying, the quality went a bit down. And then with the whole <laughs> Corona thing, now that everyone's using their internet at the same fucking time, like and things just congested, it, the internet's just dog shit. Yeah, yeah. Fuck my life. Lousy. Not good. At least this is this is running fine. Ah, you know, I guess, uh, that, see, that's why I wanted to do it early in the morning, because my mobile data is, like, actually really good in the early hours of the morning, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's great. For some reason. Right. I get you, I get you. There's less people online at the minute or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Yes, you know, it's grand. See, uh, what's it, Um, who inspires you the most, whether it just be their work ethic or their mentality? Um... Jesus, I don't want to be flipping. Ah, Darren, probably, to be honest with you. In the gym, Darren Curtis. He's just non-stop, man. Trains all the time. Never, never, ever complains. Sound sound on the mats. It's helped me loads. So just kind of aiming to be, to have his mentality, I suppose. You know, he'd be the black belt in our gym now. He's yeah. one of the owners as well. Yeah, probably him. What about you? Mm. What would, uh, would it be someone you know, or would it be a famous person? A famous person. It's um Christian Woodman. See his fucking just his mentality about training and like uh, taking responsibility for stuff is just right. extremely fucking. I just I had a seminar with him one time. It was the greatest seminar I've ever been to. He's just such a stand up guy in my opinion. Yeah. What's I his name? Christian. You, uh, yeah, send it Christian to Christian Woodman. See. It's a bit of a weird name, and but he's a it fucking, is. he's a beast. Yeah, send it to me anyway. I'll, I'll um, I'll have a look at it. What is it? Eddie says, I'll look into it. <laughs> <laughs> look into it, bro. You gotta look into it, bro. Oh, what would you say? See, I had a great idea for a TV show. How about Jitbusters? It's like fucking. Oh no, sorry. We said that earlier, but like um, Eddie Bravo, and uh, yeah. someone who doesn't believe in conspiracy theorists. They both try, yes. each, each episode is them either trying to prove or disprove a conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah, I would watch that. Uh, I would, you, I would, would you like I would, 
would you prefer to be like I had an idea because that would work better as like a sitcom, like two like two people who just hate each other. But yeah, yeah. dude, like a laugh track. Eddie like, dude, aliens, Rockefeller, Jet Fuel Kevin, Steel Beams, yeah. then just a laugh track. You gotta look ah, into ah, it, dude. You gotta look into it. Yeah, yeah, merch yeah. with like Eddie looking confused and just like look into it underneath. Yeah. <laughs> dude, what's um the most valuable uh, lesson you've learned in all uh, your jiu-jitsu? Like just the life lesson you've gathered from your training. Never give up. You know, that's just the essence of my experience with jiu-jitsu so far and I kind of apply that to everything that I do. Mm. Just don't give up. You know, if it's something that you want to do, you know, if it's you, if it's something you'd know you want to do, like so, I'll do anything now that I try. I'll do it for long enough to know whether I want to do it or not. Like I was saying earlier, and yeah, I'll just if I know I if I know that I want to do it, I won't give up on it. And that's purely just from jujitsu and training. You know, that's mm. where it comes from, really. Mm. Uh, I get you. Now, guys, we've reached the last question. Are you prepared for the last question? I am. Give it to me. Drum roll. I had to get a screwdriver to fucking do a drum roll. Anyways. Who is the most important person in all your jiu-jitsu journey? Like, person who's helped you out the most, just been a huge fucking help to you? Um, The most. In recent times, it would be probably be Darren man in recent times it'll be Darren uh, and Brian I can't I can't pick one the two lads are they're non-stop helping me they are non-stop helping me improve both of them Darren Curtis and Brian Conley just they're relentless like they don't they don't let me give up they're always flipping checking in on me they're always looking after me they're two soundest lads in there um and they are like really trying to help me improve myself all the time so definitely the two lads um for sure i definitely couldn't pick one mm. i know yeah. that's that's grand man you know just uh you know? there's never just the one person that's like the hugest yeah. help it's always like multiple people yeah of course mm. it's um yeah no they're just just flipping sound like it's just mm. yeah i can't thanked them enough because I wouldn't I probably I don't know if I'd keep going you know there's like there's been a few times where I've nearly stopped and they kind of kept me on track so I'm very grateful mm-hmm. very grateful I mean that's everybody in my gym is like that you know and I think it comes from Darren and Brian um which is you know it's great like it's, it's great uh, that's know. just the, the environment they fostered yeah uh, exactly 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 you know kind of great vibes and yeah it's just well dude actually with that there this has become the the longest episode of the podcast has it? today okay yeah. that could be a good thing or a bad thing you know that could be I a know, good it's, thing. Uh, it's a good maybe thing, i talk boys. too much oh no dude this is a great episode and guys we've reached just about the end of the podcast uh if you want to follow kyle his uh at reverse stella redmond i'll have it linked in the description because there's underscores and weird symbols every fucking two two characters <laughs> It's not my fault you picked a weird username. True, true. I'll have uh, Attic Jiu-Jitsu and uh, all his uh, all the places he wants inside the description. So, do you have anything to say before we head off? Uh, just thanks for having me, man. It was uh, good to have a chat about Jiu-Jitsu. 
you know, um, I hope I hope this coronavirus is over soon and we can all get back training. Uh, dude, I'm making a point to come up to Carlo and uh, try and kick dude, your ass. Definitely, definitely. And anybody who's <laughs> listening, like anybody who's listening, when this is all over, come down to us in Carlo if you're able. Like if you even bring some friends, if you can't drive, get someone who does drive and come down with them. And you know, it's it's really great training. We love having everybody, and it's just good crack. Like Saturday mornings, 10 o'clock. So be mm-hmm. there. Uh, guys, huge honor for us. Thank you for listening.